Whether we're talking about the fear of failure or anything else holding you back, confidence is the key to unleashing your power. Welcome to Confident with me, Sherry West, and my fearless daughter, Olivia. Join our conversations with fierce female leaders and explore how you can become more confident. Welcome to episode eight, Persevere Like Rocket Girl, sponsored by New Renew Brand Marketing. Welcome, welcome everyone. Live every week we start talking about a current event, and this week we've got some news that will actually make you feel good. For the first time ever, the law reviews at the top 16 law schools have all elected women to lead their publications. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations to these outstanding women. As Georgetown's top editor, Grace Peras, said, It doesn't cure every problem with women in the law, but it shows the possibility of what women in leadership can do. And Liv, I guess I'm curious, as a 16-year-old woman, what does this mean to you to see this glass being shattered? I mean, it shows how important representation is, right? I know that it's an inspiration to me. I hope it's an inspiration to women everywhere that we can truly do anything that we want to, anything we set our minds to. Amen. And I love the story of how Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg snuck into their first gathering. She didn't allow photos or press because she didn't want to become the center of attention, but she snuck in just to congratulate them. I love that. She, RBG, she's she's such a humble leader and, again, an inspiration. I love her so much. Agreed. Speaking of inspiration, let's introduce this week's guests. Today, we are excited to interview Karen Zakes, who's the director, and Patricia Spagani, who's the lighting and set designer and community outreach for Rocket Girl, which is the story of Mary Sherman Morgan, America's first female rocket scientist. Taking place in 1957, when the U.S. and the Soviet Union were locked in a battle to see which country would be the first to place a satellite into orbit, Mary Sherman Morgan was recruited by the U.S. government to work on the space program before she finished college. She found herself the only woman working with 800 male engineers. Wow. Her unique talent and perseverance drove her to determine the crucial fuel formula to successfully launch America's first satellite into orbit. Welcome to Confident, ladies. Thank you. Glad to be here. So before we get to Rocket Girl, can you each tell us a little bit about your backgrounds and what led you here today? Karen, you want, we'll start with you. Uh, sure. Um, I have two strong, intelligent, and fearless daughters, one named Emma and the other Olivia, ah, who I call Liv. Awesome. <laughs> so when I just heard you say That's Liv, so I'm like, oh, <laughs> sounds just like me. Uh, so maybe there's something with that name mm-hmm. here. Absolutely. And live girl. Live girl <laughs> and uh, live being fearless because she is. Um, and I uh, have been directing theater f- uh, since high school, and I do it um, by night. It is my side gig, as we say, my mm-hmm. side hustle. I work by day in video and content production, in advertising and marketing, and by night uh, I direct in Westchester, Fairfield, and New York counties. Um, and when Patricia uh, and the people at Town Players of New Canaan approached me about doing Rocket Girl, I was so excited because 
to combine theater and championing anything that has to do with uh, women and celebrating women mm-hmm. and their accomplishments yeah. is right up my alley. So Absolutely. Yeah. And Patricia? So, hi, thank you for having us today. So, yes, I'm a member of the Town Playhouse of New Canaan, but I started my STEM education, which of course wasn't called STEM, with a double major in mathematics and technical theater way back when. But I spent my career in technology and retired two years ago after 35, 37 years, and I'm really glad to be back in the theater. And um, it's just... It's a great, this is the most excited I've been about producing a play mm-hmm. that we've done at the Town Players here at Waveney Park. It's a great theater. And just really pleased to be working with Karen and the team. Well, so we're we'll excited too. Yeah. And the timing's perfect as we start to head into March, which is Women's History Month. Yeah. I know. Excellent planning, <laughs> Patricia. <laughs> And so I know that uh, Rocket Girl, is the, your production, is based upon a book by George Morgan, but um, how did this production come to be? That's a really good question. So it was just serendipity. I went to the New Canaan Library, was looking for something interesting to read, and they had a display mm-hmm. of books about NASA and the space program, and one of the books was Mr. Morgan's book Rocket Girl and it caught my eye the title caught my eye I really enjoyed watching Hidden Mm -hmm. Figures the movie so I read the book and I saw that prior to writing the book Mr. Morgan had actually written a play which is about Mm -hmm. his mother Mm -hmm. about his mother Mm -hmm. and I said well gee we're always looking for interesting plays at the theater so we got it we read it and we loved it but the thing about Mary's story his mother's story that caught me I mean there are many things but one of the things was when he went to when she passed away, he wrote her obituary, mm-hmm. and the Los Angeles Times. They lived in California. The yeah. Los Angeles Times refused to print her biog- her, her obituary because they couldn't authenticate any mm-hmm. of his, what he wrote yeah. about what his mother's accomplishments were. And I thought, wow, that's just that just hit me. Mm-hmm. It was so compelling part of her story that you know, she would be forgotten, and her son was determined not to let his mother's accomplishments be yeah. forgotten, and he was a writer, and he set about validating and, and talking to people that were still alive, including his father, about what had happened and what his mother had done. But the LA Times still won't publish right. her story. Mm. They can't independently verify it. Mm. So okay, well, we need Rocket Girl the movie. We yeah. need. Oh, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank we you. Hope it will so. be coming. And we bravo so. to Mr. Morgan yeah. for telling his yeah. for telling his mother's story and and making sure that her legacy lives on. Live. That's a good idea for you to keep in mind at some point in the <laughs> future. Write a book about you. Yeah. But you know, and it's true that most of us don't know Mary Sherman Morgan's mm-hmm. name, and yeah. sadly, um, it's because only three percent of U.S. history textbooks relate to women. So can you talk mm-hmm. about the importance of telling her story and the stories of other extraordinary women like her? Yeah, I think that the more we can share stories and celebrate the accomplishments of yeah. women, then the more young women will look at those stories Definitely. and see themselves doing those things yeah. and breaking those barriers. Mm-hmm. Mary is not a simple character. She's not like a typical heroine. Mm-hmm. You know, she is. She she comes from a. She wasn't educated. Um, uh, she lived on an Iowa, a North Dakota farm. Um, she missed the beginning of her school years. She's a little rough around the edges. She suffered from some um, uh, quirky personality. 
it's very it's a little ambiguous in 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 the play and in the book. They don't, but they do say that Mary uh, suffered from some like nervous anxiety mm-hmm. that manifested itself, and it made her difficult to be around. But she was so respected by her fellow workers yeah. that when they were interviewed by George, they all just had these stellar, stellar things to mm-hmm. say about her. And then she just went on and she worked in this community of all men in a time yeah. when there were no women around her to support her and somehow persevered. And that story is incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That in is incredible. 1957, right. to have uh, make an accomplishment like that is is beyond believable. Yeah. It's incredible. And back to your comment about her quirkiness. Well, at Live Girl, we say <laughs> what makes you different is your superpower. Absolutely. So perhaps that is what gave yeah. her the courage to just forge ahead in a room of 800 men. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah, there are just so many lessons to learn from Mary Sherman Morgan, her perseverance, her collaboration, mm-hmm. and her intelligence, which led to a very obscure yet crucial contribution to America's early space program. Which key lessons do you hope that young woman take away from uh, Rocket Girl? So, if I may. Yes, yeah, please. Yeah, we were talking so, about that earlier. Um, one of the things, I have three things mm-hmm. you know, I took away from this. One is, I think anyone, but young women in particular, you need to follow your passion. Mm-hmm. And Mary yeah. certainly did that. She was uh, given the opportunity, opportunity I say in air quotes, to become the next teacher in the one-room schoolhouse where she went to school. Yeah. And the teacher there said, but, you know, this is what you need to do. And she said, no, I'm going to college. Mm-hmm. And, and she picked herself I'm up gonna and she went. I'm going to be a chemist. Right. I'm right. going to be a chemist, right? Yeah. And that's what she wanted to do. And she pretty much taught herself that. And the, the second thing in, in her story in particular, and you'll see this when you come see the play, is, you know, don't be afraid to fail. Yeah. Right? There was an insurmountable or seemingly insurmountable problem that needed to be solved, and she had the best background Mm -hmm. to do it. Mm -hmm. So she put the team together. She was given the responsibility to do this. Mm -hmm. And in less than 90 days, she figured out what no one else, including the entire missile program at NASA, could figure out is what the the fuel should be. And the other thing, we talked about her quirkiness. She did keep things in perspective. Uh, the plays are written where she's got a great sense of humor, mm-hmm. so that comes out in her character. Mm-hmm. Um, she played bridge. You know that mm-hmm. was her her thing to mm-hmm. to relax. So every day, no matter what, the whole office sat down and they played bridge with her. It so, helped her think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It helped right. her work out her problems. Right. And so find solutions. So those are the the three things I you know lessons I took yeah. away from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and sometimes you have to be a squeaky wheel to do things differently and mm-hmm. to say, no, I'm not following that path. I'm going to follow my own passion and my own my own way. And I know the, the title of your podcast is Confidence. So yeah. to me, when you follow your passion, that gives you the confidence to overcome whatever the obstacles are, whether they're social, cultural, educational mm-hmm. That's right. differences. And she was also truly a, a, a STEM role model. And we know today um, there's actually the gender gap in STEM is actually growing. Women with STEM degrees has actually dropped from 25 to 24%. And as technology advances, the labor market keeps evolving. And as a result, an increasing number of jobs require STEM skills and knowledge. So how can you talk about the importance of a role model like Mary, knowing her name, and just you know your, your words to encourage girls to, to pursue STEM? 
Well, you want to think of women when you think of science and technology mm, right. as well as men. And there's all these studies around now that are showing that if you ask women or men, girls or boys, to draw a scientist or a mathematician, yes. they will yes. draw yeah. a, a, man, bo- a man, a, yeah. a man with glasses, and yeah. you know, could be uh, you know a little, uh, you know, little glasses, little pocket protector, yeah. that kind of thing. It's, it's, yeah. And these stereotypical images reinforce that that men belong there and that girls don't. Right. Yeah. Well, and similarly, if you ask a room full of girls, and we've done this before in Live Girl, mm-hmm. to name a scientist. They quickly come up with names like Einstein and Edison, but they can't, even after giving them time to think and think and think, they mm-hmm. cannot come up with a single name of a female scientist. Mm-hmm. So now we have at least one name that they can come up with, Mary <laughs> yeah. Sherman Morgan. Yeah. yeah. And chemistry. I mean, that yeah. it's, it's an uncelebrated area of science, right. too. So, Yeah. You know, this stere- you, I mean, you're talking about the stereotype about how they would, you know, draw a man when thinking of a scientist. It arises in a stereotype threat arises in situations where a negative stereotype um, is relevant to evaluating a performance. For example, um, a female student may be taking a math test, and while she has to worry, just like everyone else, about the stress of the test, the concepts, everything like that, there's also an extra worry related to the stereotype that women are not good at math. And so there's overcoming that obstacle for women, like, with everything they do in STEM that's increasingly difficult. Have you seen that in the classroom, Liv? Have you, do you feel that? I mean, of course. I mean, I think even in, like, participation, maybe in math and science classes, I see mostly um, guys in my class, unless everyone's very comfortable with them, with each other. But in the beginning, it's mostly guys participating. It's... Um, girls are less likely to reach out of their comfort shell and answer those mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. Do you find teachers call on the boys more? Well, I think maybe the guys put themselves out there yeah. more. They so, put up those yeah. hands yeah. more readily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which comes back to having the confidence oh, yeah. to yeah. raise your hand. Yeah, that's right. Um, not being afraid to yeah. fail. Well, we do have a question for you ladies from our audience. So every podcast episode, we feature questions from our audience. Um and so this one was submitted by Cheyenne Tyler Jacobs, who's actually, we're, she's such an amazing, amazing queen. Yeah. She's the founder of She Will Speak, and she just has a really large presence um, out in the activist world. And her question is, um, for Karen and Patricia, what do you feel is the biggest self-esteem boundary to break with young girls today? I was thinking about this. I think it's developmentally appropriate for young people to want to conform mm-hmm. in an attempt to be part of a group and for the sake of their 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 identity formation. But that leads to a natural concern about what other people think. Mm-hmm. And the comparison with others, when you couple that with social media, becomes a huge obstacle yeah. to self-esteem. Yeah. Would you add to that? I would definitely agree with that. I think... I mean, even thinking about myself, just being able to have opportunities that allow you to thrive and allow you to be creative and allow you to be, um, you know, demonstrate what you can bring to the table and what you're good at, just being able to put yourself in those situations. Mm -hmm. So you Mm -hmm. have to look for those. You have to, as an individual, you know, find those opportunities yourself, just as Mary Sherman did. Right. 
Okay, ladies, well, just as we get to the end of the podcast, we always end with our three wise women questions. We ask all of the guests these three questions, so we'll start with those now. The first one is, what are you obsessed with right now? I'm obsessed with 1957 technology (laughs) because it's what Rocket Girl's about, Mm -hmm. and I love this period of history, and I've just, I have learned so much because Mm -hmm. when I go into a play... I, of course, read the book, I read the play, but I also watched the podcast and look at all the videos about NASA at that time mm-hmm. and Werner von Braun and listen to the music of that period. So I'm all in the 50s right now. <laughs> That's a cool place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Not I, I think we're, we're all both obsessed with you know, getting the play produced and put together and putting the finishing tests, um, touches on the set mm-hmm. and the the lighting and everything and getting the word out which so we're really thrilled to be here to talk about this um so maybe i should do that <laughs> so the, the play the play is going to be at the powerhouse theater at waveney park in new canaan it's opening february 21st it runs for three weekends we close on march 8th and we should mention that the playwright george morgan is going to be in town the week of the second weekend. So mm-hmm. he'll be joining us for talkbacks after the performances on the Friday, Saturday, and Sunday matinee. So I think it's going to be good. So I'm yeah, obsessed excellent. with getting yeah. this play put together. <laughs> and mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a great obsession. Mm-hmm. Who do you consider to be the greatest leader of all time, living or historical? I'm it, can, about, it can be someone from well, the 1950s. Yeah, but I'm all about RBG. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we were just talking yeah. about her yeah, earlier today. Awesome. She is just my my absolute hero and you know she spent her entire career carefully building the legal mm-hmm. foundation mm-hmm. Of, for yeah. women's rights which yeah. we all enjoy today and take That's for right. granted That's right. and and also Greta Thunberg oh love her yes. yeah. yeah she's the modern rbg yeah, yeah. I mean, she's she's really something at 17 yeah. years old yeah it's incredible what yeah. she's doing Patricia this one for you if you could have any superpower what would it be that's a great question. Karen and I were talking about this yesterday, and I think we both think being able to fly would be... <laughs> I'm all about flying. I used to have dreams I could fly. Right. So. Where would you fly to? Just, just over. all I around just, the world. Like, I used over. to dream just that I was just right. flying, mm-hmm. looking down. Uh, it, maybe it's a perspective thing, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. Up yeah. above mm-hmm. looking at things from a, a wider perspective. Mm-hmm. And now all have what she's having. Uh, what are you guys reading right now? Uh, I am reading Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh, I read that. That's great. And I just finished Education uh, by Tara yeah. Westover and Rocket Girl by George Morgan. <laughs> <laughs> and I just finished reading a book called A Well-Behaved Woman. It's a, written by Therese Ann Fowler. So it's a story about Alva Vanderbilt, who is one of the wives. Oh, yes. of I read that, too. Yeah. Another great read. Oh. Yeah. And I thought she was an inspiring character in her own way in a totally different time yes. in our history. Yeah. Another great read for Women's History Month. Yes. And who, she was an advocate for women's suffrage and the right to vote, mm-hmm. along with being one of the richest women in the world at mm-hmm. the time. She's That's an incredible story. And what are you watching right now? I'm watching The Crown. So do you think... Queen uh, Elizabeth. Did you think Watch. this second generation of The Crown is as good as the first? No, I like the first. <laughs> but, I, but I'm enjoying the second as well. And who is inspiring you right now? Oh. Uh, not to sound too much in the... In the 
nepotistic, but I, Karen's inspiring me. And our cast is inspiring us. Mm-hmm. We've got actually a local New Keenan resident, Sally Rose Zuckert, is playing Mary Sherman in the play. Mm-hmm. She's doing a fantastic yeah, job. She really is. So she's she's heading a cast of mostly men. But she's doing a great job. Mm-hmm. There is that. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Well, thank you both, Karen and Patricia, for for coming and talking to us today and Confident. And we just want to tell all of our listeners to go out to see the Rocket Girl. And if you're not close enough to see it at the Town Players, read the book, right? Read the book. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Tell her story. Help her. That's right. Help her son tell her story. And hey, can we ask a favor? If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and share it with a friend. I'm Sherry. And I'm Olivia. And we hope that you feel more confident after today's episode. And this week's challenge, as we head into March Women's History Month, is to see or read Rocket Girl, so that you're inspired to be persistent and persevere like Rocket Girl. 